welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. That was dramatic. I'm a dramatic mother. Rich, Shut your, your host. mouth. I'm Rich Dodson. You're Matt O'Hara. Yep. We together host Dynasty Nerds Podcast. Right on. Which is what you've turned into today. Um, as we exit week one of the playoffs for most leagues, if it was not week one, this is certainly going into week one. Right. Uh, right. Hopefully you got through. Hopefully you didn't have any upsets. I had 80% uh, shares of Alvin Kamara because I was a big fan, so I dra- have a lot of uh, shares of Alvin Kamara. I drafted a lot of them. And uh, he got the concussion right away. Yeah, yeah, he got you a few points at least. He got me five. Yeah. A very necessary five, it turns out to be, yeah. uh, in a couple leagues. And uh, he'll be back next week, but I was very upset at the time. It did cost me a couple games. It, I'm not going to lie, it did cost me a couple games. One game I lost by two points. Alvin could have helped me there. He could have. I did have a Christmas miracle, though. Uh, in my high stakes league, I needed Big Ben to, to have 30 points. And he got me 32. 32, man. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate your uh, 500 yards and a couple touchdowns. Pretty ridiculous. I was, I, I was sitting there going, you know, Ben just throws for like 400-something yards and a couple touchdowns. Like, I should be good. And then, sure enough, he does it. I watched that game very... Uh, enthusiastically. Intently, I'm Until sure. Yeah. And it was like about to go to over. I'm like, let's let it go to overtime, baby. Come on. Just a couple no, touchdowns. No big deal. Yeah, a little extra yardage tacked uh, on here and there. And it, it was that it was that deep pass that uh in over, like the late game, part of the game to Antonio Brown that clinched it. I'm like, oh thank you, Ben. Nice. So much. I was like, please let don't don't, don't let there be any uh, stack corrections. Right. We've all been there. I saw a guy, he lost by point one point today. Um the, the, in a high stakes game where I won by two points, he started Josh McCown, uh, who had minus three points. Oh my gosh! So if he would have started a quarterback, he would have won. He would have. But you have those, right? Right. I mean, absolutely. You, you, know, yep. you see, it. at this point, this late in the game, we've been doing uh, fantasy football long enough where we've seen it all. I know. I was. I in our superflex league, I was up going into the Monday night game. I had Kenny on Drake, but I was up point five points. Which is the equivalent, I mean, that's five yards. And I was thinking about just sitting Kenyon Drake because I could just see it happening. Like, first first carry is a fumble, and then he, like... Breaks his ankle. Yeah, and then he's concussed, and, and uh, I'm screwed. That's happened, too. It's It totally has happened. So I was thinking about it, but I was like, what if there's a stat correction? And I lose five yards somewhere, and then I lose because I, I sat a guy. So I, I played him. He, he rolled, and I, and I did all right and, and, and won. Hey, hey, remember last week when I said, hey, would you give up a first-round pick for Kenyon Drake? And you're like, ah. I don't know. It's starting to inch that way, though. How, how about now? Uh, he's looking good, man. But you know, let's see what he does here in the next few weeks. He looked really good, though. He, he looks really good. He looked explosive. In the game, yep. uh, all everything about it. So uh, today, we're not going to go back into recaps. Game recaps are done. We end the game recaps when the regular season ends. The regular season's over. So today, we're going to talk about a little bit off season prep as we ourselves get ready for the off season as well. Next week, we're going to be doing. Uh, sell highs, sell highs. Uh, the like, week after that, yep. we're gonna do buy lows, and then I think it's gonna be that right around then to be the first week of January. I'm gonna go back to Disney, take the kids, go say hello to Mickey, Donald, see what's up. You know, see the uh, new Avatar ride. Hopefully, running the Darth Vader. You know, here and there. I'm sure he'll be everywhere. Uh, last time I went to uh, Disney, I met Darth Vader. It was a highlight of my life. 
I'm sure. One of the highlights of my life, of yeah. course. Uh, right up there after my kids were born, then me and Darth, and then me and my wife, mm-hmm. uh, then me and you. Right. Um, oh, no, yep. Then me and you, then me and my wife. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to put you down like that. Thanks, man. No, I appreciate that. My booze, my booze, everything to me. I know, man. Um, so we won't do any show that week. I was going to think about like trying to squeeze something in, but with New Year's Eve that weekend and holidays, I was like, you know, we'll do the buy low, sell high, take a week off. Go back into that kind of week after that. Do a rookie redraft of the past year. Uh, recap the rookies. See where we stand with sure, those guys. Sure. And then we'll be getting right into bowls and stuff like that. Bowl games and yes. senior bowls. And then we're going to go do a way too early. After that, I figure we do a way too early 2018 rookie mock sure, draft because people sure. love those, which would be drastically different than our uh, after the NFL draft, which right. is going to be great. But right. like we say. It's just an introduction, basically, to this rookie class. And yeah. So the best thing to do to, before we get into these injuries and we get into the topic of the show is to just listen to the Dynasty Nerds podcast. I would say our strongest suit for the podcast, and I think one of the reasons we do have such a high rating amongst uh, all the Dynasty podcasts is our off-season content is uh, second to none. I agree, man. Yeah. Just a little that, that is our bread and butter, I would say. If you can get past Matt saying sure a lot uh, and me uh, with a speech impediment, and sometimes getting over-enthusiastic, then you're in for some good stuff. In for some good stuff. So in the meantime, let's well, talk about some news and notes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I only, that, I only, that one was on purpose. I only know that because I saw somebody put something on, uh, I think it was like Reddit, and I got a link to it about like, who, what's your favorite Dynasty podcast? And I think we won that one yeah. uh, on there. And they're like, one of the guys was right. One, one comment was, I love that show a lot. As long as the other guy stops saying sure so much. Oh. Like he's gotta be talking about Matt. Totally. I don't I don't say sure very much. No, you don't. And then another guy another guy wrote uh about how great the podcast was and some guys let me correct that for you. And then he did my like uh something like a suffering su- not suffering but you know, pretty much making fun of my uh making fun of the lisp. Yeah. I have a lisp. It's just it's, it's slight. Sometimes. Yeah. I don't give <laughs> it just sounds like you have peanut butter in your mouth. <laughs> it's no big deal, man. I don't give a rat's behind. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Why don't they like me? They do. Um so let's talk about we have some major injuries again this week. What a da- what a what a terrible year for the NFL when it comes to superstars getting hurt. You and know? It, it has been really tough. Yeah, really tough. So we lose Carson Wentz, the number two fantasy quarterback on the year. He's out with an ACL tear. And this is bad news because also it's coming so late. There's no guarantee that he's going to be ready for the 2018 season. This is an injury that takes about 9 to 12 months, and we'll see how it's going to affect him. Now, a quarterback should be able to come back hopefully a little bit quicker. Right, but we've seen a lot of quarterbacks struggle when they miss a lot of the offseason and stuff like that. Even look at David Carr and, and Mariota as guys that – Young quarterbacks that were kind of emerging. They hurt themselves last year right right towards the end of the year, and then they, they neither one of them really got off to a, a great start this Mario year. Mario has not recovered at all. Right, absolutely. He's had a down year. Derek Carr's kind of had you know, he gets paid super mega bucks. He's kind of have a, had a down year. Right, he's, he's been uh, a little bit of a yo-yo act. Uh, so it is, it is a concern. It's a major concern. Absolutely. Uh, not just for the Eagles, but for Carson Wentz owners. You know, long time, it's for long term, it's there, but – Going the next year, you can't be overly optimistic that he's going to be there week one for you. And then even starting off a little bit slow might not be something as an admiration. Uh, right. It, it, that's, like, not out of the question, definitely. Yeah. So, in the meantime, Nick Foles comes in. Right. Nick Foles is going to come in and be the quarterback. Now, if Nick Foles is on your waiver wire, he's not a bad pickup. Okay? You still have Nelson Aguilar there. You still have Alshon Jeffrey there. And guess what? He has a tremendous matchup 
for these next three games, even if he played in Week 7. This week, he plays the New York Giants. The New York Giants are 30th against the quarterback when it comes to QB rating. Then after that, for the championship week, he plays the Oakland Raiders. They're dead last right. when it comes to quarterbacks. Yep. And for some reason, if your league's a little silly, you know, a little funny there, a little, a little humorous, uh, week 17, for some reason, if you play your championship week 17. The Dallas. Right. They play Dallas, right. who's 27th against quarterback. So it's a really good matchup. You know, if you had Carson Wentz, you're like, oh, yeah. Wentz carrying me to the uh, promised land, but Carson came. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. So that from Mike Polk. <laughs> uh, he, uh, so he's out. But Nick Foles might not be a terrible matchup. Maybe you can get the old school Nick Foles. We got paid, you know. Uh, and he was playing pretty well. Was that 2013? I was I was just trying to think of how many years ago that was. Yeah, 13, 14, something like that. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah. I was younger then. Yeah, we both were. Yeah, I love one of my favorite uh, uh, Mitch Hedberg jokes. <laughs> he says, hey, this is a picture of me when I was younger. And he's like, isn't every picture of you when you were younger? Yeah, good point. I love that joke. Yeah. Uh, so he is out. He's not the only one out. No, he's not. Josh McCown. Josh is McCown. Out. Yep. And you might say, Rich, who cares? Josh McCown, old man River himself. Well, old man Rivers was QB number seven on the year. Yeah, man, he was definitely producing. So he was uh, helping people week in week he out. He was helping certain. people, and he was helping the wide receivers quite a bit as well. That's why I can't laugh at a guy who had minus three points with Josh McCown in there uh, for starting him because he was a QB one. No, I felt I felt bad. The guy I played in uh, our Superflex league also had um, Josh McCown starting. Did you beat him? I beat him, yeah. In the Superflex playoffs? Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. I don't feel bad for anybody. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I just want to know. Well, I've kinda, lost. That kind of sucks for him. I usually, I'm, the, I'm usually the other one on that. I, I, for somebody that plays fantasy so much, I don't have a lot of luck that goes my way for the most part. It's sure. weird how that happens to me, but I feel like for somebody who I feel like pretty lucky in life and pretty blessed, uh, when it comes to fantasy football games, I don't get lucky a lot. It's usually the craziest things that happen to me. I think the luckiest that Josh McCown thing is one of the luckiest things that happened to me. Sure. Yeah. Alvin Kamara went out with the concussion after in the first drive. I'm like, yeah, but yeah, yep. typical. Typical. You know? Typical. And I overcame. Um, I did win a championship one time on a blocked extra point. I know you did. That was glorious. that was against Juan. <laughs> it was my greatest. <laughs> yeah. There would be there would be few victories that will ever be greater than that one. He cursed the day. He cursed the day. I cherish the day. Yep. When I when I'm on my deathbed and my bet my life flashed before my eyes, that was certainly <laughs> uh, flashed before my eyes. And whoever it is, my great 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 grandchildren, hopefully, like, why is Grandpa smiling so funny? <laughs> why is Grandpa air humping right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a murmur. Big extra boy <laughs> for the ship. <laughs> uh, so Josh McCown is out. Bryce Petty is going to come in. Right. Yeah, we don't know a lot about Bryce Petty. No, this is kind of uh, we're going to have to try to figure it out here. In the but fly. him and Robbie Anderson have had a really good rapport in the preseason. Bryce Petty uh, and Robbie Anderson had a really nice, good rapport there. And then the year, year last year, they kind of looked good. Look for Robbie Anderson not to kind of fall off here. I, I mean, I, I personally would still feel a little bit um, just worried uh, if you're rolling with Robbie Anderson and he got you kind of into the playoffs with his – you know, late season push there. I'd be a little bit nervous, man. Petty is a, a bit of a downgrade, I'd say. I'd be slightly nervous, but with the history there, I feel okay about it. All right. I'm just saying, just me. Yep. Maybe Bryce Petty comes out, he tears it up. They don't have to draft a quarterback. I don't know about that, but all right. Okay. Yep. All right. Moving on, moving on. Tom Savage got hurt. As a Browns fan, I'm okay with this. So am I. The Houston Texans currently own the fifth overall pick, which the Browns own as a Browns fan. I'm extremely ecstatic about this. They bring in TJ Yates. 
I hope they lose out and the Browns just keep moving on up like the Jeffersons and they have some great picks. Guess what, people? We need them. And we, I need them. Guess what? We have their second round pick, too. Yes. So we need that. Yeah. You know, I brought Matt with me to the Browns game because he lost that bet. I lost the bet. I went and stood in the cold with you and, and watched yes. and, and watched the Browns lose a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter. I looked over at you. I said the Browns were up 21-7. I'm like, the Browns could lose this. Would not be out of realm possibilities. Not at all. Uh, it'd be very. And I like to go say it'd be very typical Browns for us to lose this. And mm-hmm. now maybe I jinxed us. But I don't believe in stuff like that. But sure enough, we yeah we lost. We lost. That's what we do. We're owing a third. Was it you or me that called that Kaiser interception? Um, I don't know. I think I mentioned. I think I looked over you said last time. Then the Browns got the ball in uh, overtime. I predicted that Kaiser would turn over first sure. possession. And uh, yeah, he did. Yep. No, it was a great good pass. stuff. Good great stuff. pass by Kaiser. So the guy was wide open though, running yes. down the sidelines. If uh, he didn't get his arm tipped by Clay Matthews, we probably could have won. We probably would have won that game. Um, you, pro- I don't know that it was seen on TV. It was literally right in front of us. Yes, we were sitting. We were sitting at about was, the twenty uh, yard line. I I want to say Corey Coleman. It I know. Was, I want to uh, say it was Crowell or somebody. It was somebody. I think they were I, wide open. Uh, yeah, they were wide open. But you know what? It could have should if we would have drafted Carson Wentz, maybe we'd be uh, two in ten. I saw a fu- I saw a funny tweet today that um, somebody wrote that Sashi Brown obviously saw that uh, Carson Wentz and and Deshaun Watson both had faulty ACL, so that's why yes. I didn't draft them. Genius, <laughs> pure genius. All the analytics pointed towards them not having good ACLs. But off our Browns topic, yeah. uh, Tom Savage is going to sit. TJ Yates is going to come in. Right. And guess what? Ain't going to slow down DeAndre. Nothing slows down DeAndre. Nothing does. He's still tore up. Yep. You know what? I forgot. I love me some nuke. And uh, would you would you be opposed to him going 1-1 overall in Dynasty Startup? Or you say, no way, it's still clearly OBJ? They're bo- I mean, they're both really young. They're both like 24 years old, right? Uh-huh. So, I mean, at this point. I think DeAndre Hopkins is like 24. 26 is he 26 i think he's gotta be 26 all right well they're both really young yes so i, I don't think there's Good that lads. much of a, i don't think there's that much of a separation between the two i wouldn't be like oh my god you're an idiot you put uh deandre hopkins number one yeah it's he's clearly number two though right at this point yeah it's it's one and two one and two for yeah he's definitely the, their futures highly surpassed right. uh mike evans right i mean at this point you got to think that um deandre hopkins Obviously, he's got a better future quarterback situation, too, because uh, Eli Manning's only going to be there for another year or two, and then who knows what the heck's going to happen. If if he's lucky. If he's even there. Year. Right, yeah. I right. saw a great tweet from the great Ryan McDowell today that said, Mike Evans' last 100-yard reception game came in week 12 of 2016. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's... I mean, I guess it's surprising when when you put it that way, but at the same time, there's been he's 77 had, other players that have had 100 yard receiving. He's games. had a down year. I mean, and, and obviously, Jameis has been highly inconsistent this year. Down so. year, down year, like a calendar year. Right, week 12 of last year. And listen, I'm a big Mike Evans fan. So am I, I am, yeah. but that is a that's a startling number, not to have 100 yards since week 12. I don't care. If Jameis Winston's had a couple bad games, he's still been out there, right? Uh, I mean, not the still, whole not the whole time. Fitzpat- Fitzpatrick's been in the lineup. Okay, and- okay, well, DeAndre Hopkins has been having hundred yard games with all kinds of turd fergs. All right, I I think DeAndre Hopkins is vastly better than Mike Evans. Don't you? 
I do think he's vastly better than Mike Evans. But you're talking about a guy that was one 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 two for most of the year in dynasty startup values. There's got to be some major concern here where he drops. Right now, he'd be number three overall, right around I think for me. Who? Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Yeah, because of youth and upside okay. yeah. and talent. But would you? I mean, would I mean, you, his biggest assets is size and you know his catching radius. I mean, I think there's. I mean, it's not like he's a great route runner or anything like that. No, well, I mean, what other receivers would you take ahead of him um, in a dynasty startup? In that a is. dynasty startup, yeah, not many, right? Not, not a ton. No, I mean, you're not taking AJ Green ahead of him. No, he's too. You're old. You're not taking Julio ahead of him, right? Too old. Too I old. take Antonio Brown. Would you I was, take Antonio I'm Brown? thinking about Antonio Brown. He's he's 29, but I, he's still got three good years of right. like super. I mean, he's a. I mean, he literally could stop playing today and make the Hall of Fame. Like he's that good. He's the most insane outlier when it comes to wide receivers will never we'll be lucky if we ever see a wide receiver like him again that does what he can do at his size and i mean he's tremendous yeah so i, I would probably take antonio brown okay and then then mike evans number four i mean is keen allen starting to creep up there yeah keenan allen i mean but but keenan allen's so injury prone and you're not gonna take him over mike evans no you're not gonna take right? him over. no so that's going. crazy talk yeah. um but i mean keenan allen's young though too he's not he's not very old no, he's not old at all. But I agree with you. Like the injuries, the, in, the injuries. There's always there's always a little something with all these guys. So I mean, you're talking maybe. I mean, Mike Thomas. I, don't, I mean, he's young, but he's in a good offense, and he's, you know who's an he's interesting guy that you can get in with good value that nobody ever really talks about as elite. Who's been but who's been producing at wide receiver one numbers, and now with this injury to his quarterback, Devonte Adams. Yeah. You know, he does not get – I mean, he gets the pub where he's really good and he's really well-liked, but when it comes to dynasty, like, rankings, where's where's Devontae Adams on there? You know, where's he when it comes to somebody that you could say, okay, I'm taking this guy over the likes of so-and-so? Well, I, I, think, I think he ends up being a really good value no matter where you get him because he, he – he doesn't have the "Hey, I'm the number one guy" recognition yet because I, I think he's even a little overshadowed by Jordy Nelson still on his own team. So I'm looking at uh, dynasty rankings just here on Fantasy Pros. Uh, I'm off of DynastyNerds.com because I just have it in front of me because I actually rank for uh, Fantasy Pros. But let me go over to DynastyNerds.com here. Let me click and see what we have in rankings wise for wide receivers and see where we have Devonte Adams. I know I have him too low. I'm gonna go in there and adjust that because I know I have him too low. But I'm looking through here, and Devontae Adams, we have him as wide receiver 16. Uh, we have him behind Des Bryant. To me, that's blasphemy. There's no way I would take Des Bryant ahead of Devontae Adams. We have Jarvis Landry ahead of Devontae Adams, which is fair. I was going to say, it's, that one's That's that close one's not in PBR that leagues, yeah. but I think when it comes down to touchdowns, I think Devontae Adams should pass him there. Uh, I think with Aaron Rodgers coming back, we don't know what's going to happen with Jordy Nelson. Randall Cobb isn't just that great. He's going to be the number one there with Aaron Rodgers for a long time. The guy's a touchdown machine. Prove that at Fresno State with Derek Carr when he led to college football all uh, receptions. I would take Devontae Adams right now ahead of Corey Davis. It's close. Uh, I don't have a problem with that because I've seen Devontae Adams yes. do it in the NFL. Okay, and I wouldn't be a problem if you took Corey Davis and it's either. A, it's a better offense, too. Correct. So, uh, Brandon, I have, so that's number 13. At number 12, you have Brandon Cooks. I, I, I don't think I'd have Brandon Cooks that high. I would take Devontae Adams ahead of him. Yeah, for sure. T.Y. Hilton or Devontae Adams? Devontae Adams. Okay. Yep. 
Um, so that's so that gets that's not even number. that's not even hard. I mean, you know, I agree. So, so hold on. So that gets us Devontae Adams all the way up to number eleven as we stand now. Right? Sure. Now Devontae Adams. Um, I don't have his age right in front of me, but I know he's super young. Uh, let me look. Hold on. Let me bring it up here before you. Twenty-four. So can, oh, you're son of a beat. Beat me to the punch. He's going to turn so, twenty-five on the twenty so on on Christmas Eve. So he's only twenty-four. He's entering next year is twenty-five. So he's super young. All right. Another thing that we love out of uh, wide receivers. So we have him at number eleven so far. Keenan Allen or Devon or Devonte Adams. Uh, they're almost equals. They are almost equals, and and Keenan Allen gets injured an awful lot. So okay. I'll go Devonte Adams. Stephon Diggs or Devontae Adams? Same reason I'm going to go Devontae Adams. Okay, so that gets us up so far. So far, we, right now, if we stop right where we are, we're at number nine. Okay. Amari Cooper or Devontae Adams? Ooh. This, this, this is another one where he's in a better offense. Without hesitation, yeah. I say Devontae Adams. You're talking about a guy just about to turn 25, entering his prime, proved it in college. He's with Aaron Rodgers. And not only that he did with Aaron Rodgers, but he proved he did with Brent Hundley as well. So we're at number eight. Okay, so now the eight's elite. The, the, everybody here. So the seven above him are going to be pretty elite. A.J. Green or Devontae Adams? A.J. Green's how old? 29? 29. And you're talking about in a startup. A dynasty startup, startup draft. draft. No, I'm going to go Devontae Adams. Okay. And I, and I, and I wouldn't be opposed any way you flip there. But I agree. You should take in a dynasty startup, Devontae Adams. Michael Thomas or Devontae Adams? Now you're starting to creep into I'm taking Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, yeah. I will take Michael Thomas there. Okay, so that's fair. So we'd have him at number seven overall. Where would you put a guy like Tyreek Hill? I'd put a guy like Tyreek Hill probably right around right around like wide receiver 15 right there. Because here's the thing with Tyreek Hill. His big asset for him is his speed. Sure. And that doesn't yes. always hold up. We see guys like him come and go tons just because once they lose a step, it kind of hurts them. And he's really small. He's he's 5'10". Yeah. So he's small and he's, he's a speed receiver. And honestly, I mean, I've been watching football for 38 years, and I just see those guys come and go where they're really good mm-hmm. for a good window. But for that long – and again, a, a, a four-year window – is a tremendous sure. yes. window to have. Yes. yes, but that's that's why he for me would be right around fifteen because you and I talk about it a lot how we favor the big receivers. Yeah, absolutely. So yep. to me, his only knock is is he good? Yes, but there's a, that that greatness relies on you know his speed and his youth. We don't know what's going on there. He's only twenty three. He's only twenty three. Mm-hmm. If he can get his route run down a little bit better, maybe that will help as well. But right around wide receiver fifteen. Okay. But don't let's digress. My Devontae Adams. I'm trying to get a point here. All right, go ahead. Um Proceed. So we ha- so we have right now currently Devontae Adams at number seven. We can talk about anybody else you want after this. Don't be rude. I'll try not to interrupt anymore. Julio Jones or Devontae Adams? Mm. Julio's so good. Julio I mean, Jones. actually right now they're only a three point differential in our, our PPR here. Exactly. So it's, it's not that big of a, and a, a difference. Pro- and the problem is with Julio is he doesn't score touchdowns right. ever. And I know Devontae Adams gets a little bumped because of the touchdowns. But, again, how old is Julio? 29? Uh, I, I got to think so, yeah. So it's a, that's a four-year differential right there. So we He's actually 28. He'll be he'll be turning 29 in okay. February. With major with, with injury concerns. That yeah. Oh, yeah. That foot um, has been an issue. But let's, let's not get crazy. So let's say Julio by a hair 
over Devontae Adams, but it's really close. Yeah. I mean, I think Julio is one of those guys that you almost expect like a berserk game like twice a year where he's just going to he's going to literally win you um, like two or three weeks just on his own. Yeah. So by himself. Right. He's that good. So DeAndre Hopkins ahead of him, Antonio Brown ahead of him, Odell Beckham ahead of him. So let's get to my other guy. The guy who hasn't scored 100 yards since week 12, Mike Evans or Devontae Adams. Hmm. You can't go youth. They're both super young. They are. They are. As crazy as it sounds, I think the better play here would be Devontae Adams. It doesn't sound that crazy. He's with Aaron Rodgers in an awesome offense. And Mike Evans is with a guy that, is, let's face it, has... Proven to be a little bit inconsistent, and maybe I don't. I mean, I don't know if it was that weird finger licking thing that turned everybody off. But, it's but we're just, talking again, week twelve of last year, man. So right, it's not no, you it's, know that turned me off as well. So say it, we bumped Mike yeah. Evans past him, right? So that gets us right around wide receiver six overall for Devonte Adams, which is a huge boost not only to the dynasty nerds rankings, but to any ranking site you're going to go see where they rank wide receivers. Maybe mine by the time you look at this is going to be adjusted because I'm going to go as soon as this podcast is over. Go with justice. Because this is how I should probably address my rankings a little bit more thoroughly doing something like this. Mm-hmm. That'd be a little bit more fair. But here's the point. You could trade Mike Evans for Devontae Adams and something. I bet you can get Mike Devontae Adams and a first right now. Depends on the owner, but yeah, possibly. Depends on the mm-hmm. owner. I bet that's a possibility. Maybe you have to give up something else. Maybe like a Deshaun Jackson or something. You know, something along those lines to get that first. And we're talking about we'd like Devontae Adams a little bit straight up. Name ahead of. Uh, realization of long-term viability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just put Devontae Adams in a very elite category, a very elite category, being a top six. And when you're a top six dynasty wide receiver in a startup, when we talk about that puts you in a category for me, a top six startup player overall, because I'm taking a guy like Devontae Adams ahead of a running back. Personally, I want to, I would love to build my foundation of my team ahead of a guy, uh, like you know, so I can get Zeke there. I can. I was gonna say it depends on the running back, man. David Johnson, Zeke. No, because here's the way I look at it: Would I rather have David Johnson and Brandon Cooks, or rather have Devontae Adams and Alvin Kamara? Well, I guess when you put it that way. Well, that's where you have to look at it, right? Right. No, yeah. I think that's a mistake when some people do make when they do a dynasty startup is they take that running back. Okay, I got the best running back, but then who are you offsetting that running back with? You know, who's going to be the better combo? I'm not saying. Maybe it's not Brandon Cooks, but maybe it's a guy like Jarvis Landry. Maybe it's Tyree Kill. Maybe, you know, I don't think Keen Allen's falling that far. Maybe you get lucky Stephon Diggs falls that far, but he's got the injury game concerns. And now all of a sudden he's got a couple migraines as well, so there's a couple migraine concerns there out there. That's concerning. And I'm a biggest Stephon Diggs fan as it comes. Him coming out of Maryland was tremendous. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is I'd rather take a guy like Devontae Adams, not putting anything down on, you know, Zeke, David Johnson, Todd Gurley, all those guys are great to have. They're going to win your championships. But I'm much better off having a guy like Devontae Adams or heck of even as Mike Evans to say and coming back and getting an Alvin Kamara, a Dalvin Cook, a Leonard Fournette. I mean, I think I think you're you're operating under the assumption that um, that the running back is only going to be like a three year guy also. So, I mean, there there are exceptions to that. I, I think is. personally, I think Zeke is going to be a longer term asset mm-hmm. than a three year guy. So. Me personally, I would much rather just 
I would go for the running back. I would go for Zeke there. But I feel like over. I'm under assumption that Alvin Kamara is going to be a longer than a three-year guy too, though. Sure, I understand that. But if he could fill out that, even just that Darren yeah. Sproles role, that's an eight-year career right there by himself. You know, he I, can hold up in that Sean Payton offense. I granted it's the offense, but I think he's that special. I get it. I think you're. Spo- and he I might think even be there. He might even be right. there in the middle of the round pick. But I'm just saying sure. him. You're, you're right. Compared to you know, or some back, or maybe like a Saquon Barkley would be there in a dynasty startup, or who else? A Darius Geis, or you know. I, right, but then you're really crap shooting. You know, you're hoping and praying you that those guys are, are going to perform. Or maybe I go, uh, maybe I just, maybe I just back it up all together, and I take a guy like uh, Devontae Adams and come back and take Allen Robinson in second, and go back to back wide receiver, and then a third because of his ACL tear. I then I take Dalvin Cook, and then I'm just giggity 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 all the way home. So you, you I mean, could be giggity. So we're talking about Mike Evans here, and it, it goes back to that Devontae Adams thing. It's kind of surprising. Looking at our own rankings, looking at everybody else's rankings, Devontae Adams, we should talk about it again in the buy low. We'll kind of hit back on this. I mean, the, the buy low. You're, what may seem like an overpay or might be crazy now, this might be the time to buy Devontae Adams. And he's not cheap. But no, he's not. No. We're talking about a guy right now that's ranked right around wide receiver 14, 12, 11 that we have. We just broke down that he should be number six. So that alone puts him in a buy low situation. So if you went to go get Mike Evans, he's going to be super expensive. He's going to be really hard to get. Devontae Adams is going to be hard to get too, but he's not going to be Mike Evans hard to get. Like, no, I, I think it goes back to my original point where he's still kind of overshadowed on his own team. Obviously not right now because um, he's producing at a very high level. Because Yeah, because Aaron Rodgers hasn't been there and Jordy Nelson hasn't been producing. But I think for the most part, he, he is outshined by Jordy Nelson. When when Aaron Rodgers is in there, and I think, and I, but that's that's not Jordy that's either. obviously not going to last. And it's not long term right. there. And I think right. even with Jordy there, Devontae was still shining. So, just a little note for the listeners is I would go out, maybe not today because obviously you're in a playoff hunt. Or as soon as the season is Susan, as soon as the season is over, Sally will sell seashells by the seashore. Suckering succotash. <laughs> so, come sit down. See what team has Devontae Adams. See what their weakness is and attack. <laughs> Go get Devontae Adams. Use your first. If you have Mike Evans, if you have somebody that you feel is higher in other rankings everywhere and you can sell that player and maybe get Devontae Adams and something back, mm-hmm. then, you're celib- then you're a celebratory son of a bitch because mm-hmm. then you should go out there and just be happy. If you get a high second-round pick and Devontae Adams and you're giving up somebody like uh, – Keen Allen, they should be happy. You for an equal be. swap for a yeah. guy that's never been hurt to guys that have been hurt. Right. So speaking of um, guys that are hurt, we never even finished all of our news and notes, did well, we? Well, I went on a little rant. I you get, went on a tangent. A, a, note popped, a, a, a topic popped in my head. I wanted to discuss it. I felt it was very valuable news to our listeners. I thought the information we just provided is a player breakdown of somebody you can go get that's going to be literally life-changing to your dynasty team. I, we're going to change your life here. Totally get it. And that's what we're here for. We Why are. would we even do a podcast if we're not here to help? We are here to help. Are here to help or are you here to talk about people that are hurt all the time? Because if so, you do, you're going to hurt my feelings. I don't want to talk about these people, but we have to. Okay, moving on. Byron Marshall Hammy. joins Brandon Marshall yeah, out for the year. See you later. Which just, I mean, that was pretty short-lived. Uh, see you later, Brandon Mar- or you're Byron Marshall. Fell into that Chris, Chris Thompson role. Well, guess what? Chris Thompson will be back next year. Um, I know Kirk Cousins' stats when Chris Thompson are in are way better than they are without Chris Thompson. Totally. But Kirk Cousins is probably going to be somewhere else next year. That's possible. 
So another yeah. another guy that that on the same team that's also been IR'd is our good friend Jordan Reed. Uh, you mean he wasn't IR'd week one? I think he got in about six weeks or something this year. He had one good game all year. I didn't say that he had six good games. I said I think he played six weeks. For me personally, that's a massive nut crush because I invested a lot in Jordan Reed in the offseason. Uh, he's one of my favorite tight ends out there. And now it just took this year to realize – I mean, he was always injury prone. That was his that's his own. That's his knock, yeah. And this year it was this. It was a little bit of this, a little bit of that. A little bit of this. Now the hammy. The oh, hammy it started off as the toe, right? The, and the toe bone is connected to the knee bone, which I'm right. sure he tweaked. And the knee bone is connected to the hammy bone, and he didn't even get to the hip. Right. I mean, he didn't even break his hip. He couldn't be my grandpa. He couldn't even do it. <laughs> so he's he's gone. I, talking about all-time low. But maybe he's a buy low because he's going to be super cheap because people are just going to have to be super frustrated. I'm super frustrated. I'm, I'm sure a fanboy. I'm sure you are. I'm a fanboy. I don't care. Jordan, it's going to be okay. Take, I'm glad, personally. Because he wasn't come back anyways. I was realistic. Put no, him, put no, him it's, IR. It's time to IR him and get him right for next Listen, year. I need him to go on. see uh, healing people. Yeah. I need him to go see uh, voodoo people. I need him to go take stem cells. I need him to uh, get massages daily. I need him to just relax. I need him to meditate. Stretch those hammies. Please stretch your hammies. Deadlifts. You need to strengthen. Uh, yeah. Ever since I started, stre- I I do. I do all kinds. Of, so my back, I have, a, I have a bad back. Sure. It like hurts sometimes. Yeah. You told me about the whole hamstring issue. This is about two months ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'll start stretching my hamstrings a little bit more. Boom. 90% of my back pain vanished. I told gone. you. I told gone you. Gone with the wind. Yeah. I'm like Clark Gable and shit. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Gone. Stretching my hamstring every every other day. It's about every other day. I wake up. I go down here. My little gym. Got my little stretch rope. Stretch my hammies out. Boom. And what was they said? If you don't stretch your hammies, like your pelvis bone turns in or something Your like pelvis that? bone can start tilting, and then it puts then it puts pressure on your lower back. Yes. Dr. Matt helped me. Let Dr. Matt, Dr. Matt help you explain. Explain. The, the, the hamstring starts shortening. Yes. The more you sit, the more it shortens because you got your leg bent the whole time, and then that'll start rotating your pelvis backwards, which puts a lot of pressure on your lower back. And the way to correct that is to stretch out your hamstrings, strengthen your abdominals and your hamstrings as well. Do some deadlifts, do some abdominal work, and stretch the hammies. You'll be good. And if you don't want to do deadlifts, which I don't really personally do, and just stretch your hammies with one of those little you like a little rope. I got right. mine on Amazon for seven bucks, dude. Seven bucks. Seven bucks has got me out of back pain. Yeah. So listen to Doctor Matt and stretch your hammies. Literally game changer in my life. Game changer. That's I, other one I go to. I wish too. Jo- I wish Jordan Reed would start listening to me. Maybe next year. Maybe. So is Jordan Reed a good buy or are you just like, you know what, you're Chernobyl? Uh, you know what, I would I would buy him at the right price. I'm not going to go after the guy and look for him, though. I mean, he's dropped pretty drastically when it comes to uh, the actual tight end. Yeah. Uh, if somebody offer, if, if somebody was like offering me, it would have to be the right price. Let me go through a couple tight ends here and tell me what you think. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Robert Gronkowski or Jordan Reed. Okay, I don't even say or. So obviously we're talking about Jordan Reed here. Sure. Robert Gronkowski. Gronk. Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Zach Ertz. Ertz. Evan Ingram. Ingram. Hunter Henry. Henry. Ooh, that's interesting. Jimmy Graham. Uh, you gotta go read there. Yeah, probably read just because he's he's younger and. Okay, couple. Okay, so he's probably right there because you're not gonna take OJ Howard ahead of Reed, right? No. You're not gonna take David Njoku ahead of Reed. That's close, though, right? <sighs> It it's probably it would probably be smart and st- start up to take Njoku over Reed. 
I mean, athletically, they're you know, it's not like hey, this guy is so much more athletic. So I, I, but I'd probably go Jordan Reed on on that. But uh, that that's but it's close. Yeah, so he's, he's dropped. He's pretty. He's dropped pretty far. Yeah, I just think the other guys are younger and haven't been exposed to injuries. In almost all my leagues, I have my made moves. Like I said, I give up first and second to right. get Gronk for somebody just because I had to make those moves. Or or better in Gronk's. Like Gronk, Kelsey, those guys are just flat out better. Yeah, even Ertz. And then obviously yep. we talk about Evan Ingram. We're both uh, huge fanboys there. Yes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So Jordan Reed is out for the year. I'm sure it doesn't hurt you because you haven't used him all year. Right, exactly. You, you you weren't getting any benefit from him, so that's not really big, huge news, but we just thought we'd tell you. If he was a 1932 horror movie, he would be the Invisible Man. Yeah. Didn't Did they you know? remake that? I don't think they remake all those movies. Yeah. But back in the day, it was the Wolfman, Dracula, Frankenstein, the creature from the Black Lagoon, and the Invisible Man, right? Did, did the Invisible Man, I never saw that one. Did they do it with just strings or something and like kind of have a sheet floating around or something? How they... I would guess that it was strings. Yeah. I don't think they used CGI in 1932. But you know what? I go by Monster Squad, and Monster Squad didn't have the Invisible Man. Hmm. Kick him in the nards. Kick him in the nards. <laughs> Interesting. The Wolfman doesn't have nards. <laughs> Kick him there anyway. Oh, I love Monster Squad. That was my that was my go to movie when I was young. Um, so another guy's hurt, a little banged up here. What are you looking at me all funny for? I'm not, man. Did you watch Monster Squad? No, I never saw it. You've never seen Monster no. Squad? I knew you were going to say that. That's why I was trying to avoid eye contact. Dude, what? I have it on Blu-ray. Oh, you should watch it. I don't have a Blu-ray. it. Holds up. I don't have a Blu-ray player. It holds up. <laughs> I have one in my. Gr- I have two in a box, <laughs> unopened in my closet. I know that's why I said that. You know, I literally. I do have a Blu-ray player. I just, you know, I, I literally asked my wife. Chops. I said, uh, "Why don't I like give one of these like three D, uh, these three D Blu-ray players away to like my employees, or like give it away as like a gift on the uh, podcast?" And she's like, "No, they've been in my closet, brand new, right, uh, for over over a year easily." I'm like, let's give them something they can use it. No. By the time that she wants to give it away, nobody's going to be, be making Blu-rays It's going to be anymore. obsolete. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I do all my digital stuff now. I don't have any. I recommend Monster Squad. I it's, declutter. It's like a it's a kid's movie, kind of, but it's maybe a little When too was dark. it made? Like 1989, 90, early 90s. I'm gonna, I'll check on Netflix. I'll see if it's on there. It's good. All right. I highly recommend. Dude, I love eighties flicks, man. I'm I'm surprised. I probably have seen it. It Who's might in be. It? it might. Uh, it might be like nineties. Nobody's famous. Nobody famous. Okay. I don't think, but it might be. You know, it might be nineties too. Okay. Right. I watched it a lot to the point where I bought it on Blu-ray because, like, dude, I love that movie so much. Right. And I watched it again. And I watched it with my kids, and I still enjoyed it. Right. it. Like, it's really good. You would like it. I know you too well. Sure. I, um, I'm sure I would. So moving on, past my. Uh, my personal movie looks. Oh, righty. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin. Another boo-boo on his knee, right? Yeah, another boo-boo buy by the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are boo-boo buying, beware. Wow, that's a lot of bees. Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Uh, they buy Jordan Matthews. He lasts a little bit. He's on IR. Then they go out there, and they get Kelvin Benjamin. He plays a couple games. He, he's he got knee issues. He had knee issues somewhat like in, in the beginning of the year. Uh, could be a weight problem. Could be a knee problem. Right. It could definitely be a weight problem. I don't. I don't know. I'm not guessing there. Mm. Uh, I'm sure the cold in Buffalo doesn't help a little bit with the knee. Might like, well, he got hit on his knee like in the first game in Buffalo. That probably doesn't help. That either. doesn't help either. Uh, getting hit in the knee is never good. No, it's not. It's like getting hit in the head. 
if you're Alvin Kamara. Except in the knee. Put it in the knee. Right. <laughs> Nobody needs that. No. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, so Kevin Benjamin, he's somebody that, again, I would any opportunity I ever get to get out on Kelvin Benjamin, I'm kind of carpe diem him that. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to. You know, if, I, if nobody else speaks Latin out there, it's, oh my God. I'm going to seize the day. Oh, the there moment. You, there you go. Oh, something like day. that. DMs the day. Uh-huh. I'm not a Latin expert, but Carpe is fish of the day, right? Fish of the oh, day? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez, oh Fish man. of the day, sir. <laughs> um, so, Calvin Benjamin. That I sounds mean, good. I'll wh- have that. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think about Calvin here? His knee. I, I think the same thing I've thought all along. I, I don't think he's just kind of an overvalued guy. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's terrible. I just don't think he's – he's not what I'm looking for in a wide receiver. Yeah, he's like a 1950s uh, song by Buddy Holly called Roller Coaster. He's up and down. Right. So what you do is Kelvin Benjamin, if you are an owner, is if you can kind of flip him for maybe a late first during, like, draft season, of course you do that. Uh, if not, you have to hold Kelvin until the beginning of the 2018 season. Hopefully he comes in. Just slightly overweight, maybe possibly by a miracle of the Jesuses that he comes in in shape. And those first couple of weeks, maybe he scores two touchdowns and then you sell. Yeah. Next opportunity that there's any uptick in his value, I would sell. For That's sure. best case scenario. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, the knee's real bad, doesn't do much, comes back in overweights, re-aggravates it because uh, his, his belly is a little too big and it can't handle that and the dreads. All, all in one on top of his head and in the middle of the waist. It's just too much overload, and he gets hurt, and then he's out for the uh, season. He pulls to Allen Robinson. I could definitely see that happening. Okay. Moving on. All right. Uh, another guy uh, might not be hurt anymore is Aaron Rodgers. By the time you listen to the podcast, they might already have made a decision. Yeah, they could have. I'm I'm leaning towards, you know, I'm, I'm thinking they may sit him this week just At, because they have a, they have a notoriously um, – I, I don't know how to B.I.G. No, it's not the notorious okay. B.I.G. Okay. No, but thank you. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> their their medical staff is just very cautious, that, um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they sat them an extra week. Currently on Tuesday, December twelfth at ten p.m., there is uh, no Aaron Rodgers news. But I agree with you. I think they will sit him one more week just to be super sure and hope they still make the playoffs. Uh-huh. With Rodgers, I could. I mean, I could definitely see that. And Devontae Adams is just even better. And maybe Jordan Nelson will be revived. But we always meant we were talking about before. It was always most realistic. He came back week sixteen for the championship game. Yes, yes, for us. right. And it might just be that way. It, you never know. We could be proved wrong by the time this comes out. But that's uh, it. That's it, huh? Uh, well, so as we get ready for the off season now, here at DynastyNerds.com, we're going to be. You're going to start seeing a lot of articles that are going to start being rookie-orientated because uh, that's our main focus. Because, listen, the most important thing in, t- in the offseason is to improve your team. So you want to sit down, look at your team, see who you can get rid of, see maybe who's a little bit too older. Um, did you miss the playoffs this year? Who can you get rid of? How can you rebuild it? What's your weakest point? Who's available on the trading block? Go out there, make tons of offers, make tons of trade offers, open the gates, open the communication gates, Get Maisie so you can communicate a little bit better. Right, that's, that's a great off-season right. um, way to communicate, for sure. And But, of course, when it comes to Dynasty Fantasy Football, definitely if you own big rosters like the way we do it, free agency is pretty limited. The number one thing is going to be doing is attacking the draft mm-hmm. and make sure you hit this draft. And that's why we focus, what, we spent six months on rookies, essentially, pretty close to yeah, about yeah. six months on hardcore rookie breakdown 
I mean, one thing we can promise you is nobody's going to dig deeper. Nobody's going to give you every valuable valuable point that you need on these rookies. Like right. I said, no, it's going to start. It's going to be the East-West Shrine. I mean, it's going to be the bowl games, East-West Shrine game, the Senior Bowl, and that'll roll right into the Combine. And then after that, it's going to be Pro Days. And before you know it, the draft will be upon us. And it's all important. I mean, yep. we didn't even really realize how good Cooper Cup was until it started came down to, like, the Senior You know, it's like we didn't mm-hmm. even know. Right. Zay Jones popped our map. And Zay Jones just did get demoted by Deontay Thompson, so he got dropped down a notch here, which is no good. But let's see where he goes next year. Yeah, yeah. But Cooper Cup amassed. And like I said, I mean, I feel – I feel when this part, this is where information becomes extremely valuable because the rookie draft, as we all know, maybe this is your first offseason. We get tons of people listening to this podcast that are just now getting the dynasty. Right. Uh, and they, they use this as a crutch. And our rookie offseason talk, if you go back through the years, we have three years of documentation on how we break down the rookies. Our breakdown and our rankings – are usually slightly different than everybody else's, and I'd say our hits are pretty good. The ones that we're you know outliers on, I would say we we've done a pretty good job on. As yeah, well. so. uh, definitely the guys that everybody else has taken in the first round. We say do not take in the first round is usually the ones that pan out, and some come back to haunt us a little bit. Like a guy like Devin Funches is kind of proving us wrong a little bit. Mm-hmm. A guy like Juju Smith is proving us wrong. Right, um, but there's been plenty of guys like John Ross, uh, t- you know. Did I see something today that he might get converted to a cornerback? They considered converting him to cornerback. They must just not like his wide receiver skills. Wow. Whatsoever. I mean, that would be a – could you imagine if you drafted him? No, I can't. And then, then he converted to a cornerback? I'd be pissed, man. Well, I don't have to worry about that because I had no urge to ever draft him. I didn't draft uh, him anywhere either. I preached on here, just don't draft him. You could do better. Uh, even a guy like what like I said, we, talk, we were talking about a guy like Cooper Cup. Like, you're better off taking this guy and get a guy like Cooper Cup in the second because he's that good. And right now, Cooper Cup looks like he's going to be a stud muffin for a very long time to come. Yes, he does. So, you know, over these next couple weeks, these next couple months, we're going to start getting into this rookie talk. Uh, buy low, sell highs. Everything to kind of mold your roster in what it needs to be. And there's tons of help out there. If you go to DynastyNerds.com, join our group chat. It's a, it join, logs you into Facebook. You join our group chat. It's a tremendous source of information from people all over the world giving you their opinion on Dynasty, giving you their opinion on your roster, trades, so many different topics to talk about than maybe just not Twitter. And it's good to ask around. It's good to get a lot of other people's opinions to help mold your you know, opinion because there just might be one tidbit of information that might be the tipping point. You know, So, again, it's information, information, information. It's the greatest tool to have at your fingertips for Dynasty. Matt and I, we watch tons of tape on this offseason. We spend a lot of time actually watching the tape of these college players to kind of help that mold our opinion and not just go off of rankings. No, you right. know, we'll, we'll use the initial rankings to kind of set up the order we watch the tape and break down these guys. But then there's... Again, I'd the say there's quite a bit of movement from whatever I from wherever I start to where I finish. Yeah, the reason why we bumped Cream Hunt up. Everybody else had Cream Hunt before the draft in the second round. And we told everybody on here saying, this makes no sense. We guarantee by draft day, this guy's going to be locked into your first round, and that's what ended up happening because the tape said otherwise. The tape for us had him right around. It was between him and Alvin Kamara right. over and over for him, mm-hmm. and Tennessee just underutilized him, which kind of gave me a little bump to a Kareem Hunt over slightly over Alvin Kamara. Now, in hindsight, I'd rather have Alvin Kamara. 
But at the same time, you could have still got that guy when everybody else was taking him a second. I was going to say, I think you're static if you got either one of those guys. So it doesn't really – I mean, but, where where we were, where he, they were getting drafted at the beginning of the year was, you know, second half of the first everybody round. Everybody was right? taking Samaj P. Ryan ahead of those guys. Which was insane. And mostly Kareem Hunt. People yeah. were literally arguing with us on Kareem Hunt and Samaj P. Ryan. Saying, oh, you got to take Samaj. Like, no, no. Not. And it's literally we were saying it's not even close. Like, it's Kareem Hunt by a long shot. Don't even take Samaj P. Ryan in the first round. It'd be a waste of a first-round pick in such a strong draft class. And then we get the reasons why. You know, and maybe this sounds a little bit, you know, narcissistic. We're tapping ourselves on the back, you know. But, I mean, that's, I think, out of the most things I'm most proud of over these last going on four years of doing this podcast is all the, you know, emails, tweets we get from saying, hey, my team wouldn't be there without you because of the rookie draft that I had. I've built such a solid roster over these couple of years because of your rookie takes. I feel that's one thing that we put a lot of time into and I feel most proud of. So I'm really excited to get into it again this year for 2018 for another exciting class. It's going to be really deep at the running back position if a lot of these guys come out. I mean, you could literally have a guy about eight running backs deep here. As of today, that could be possibility first-round picks that all would be quality running backs to help your team. I mean, we got Swan Barkley, who is in the league of his own. Right. But remember this time last year, going into it, Leonard Fournette was the guy who was elite into his own. And by the end of it, we had Dalvin Cook ahead of him. Totally. Yep. So fair, fair point. There's no reason to believe that there's somebody else that can't get ahead of Saquon Barkley. Was it likely to happen? No, because when it came to Zeke, nobody jumped Zeke. And that's where kind of Saquon Barkley is in kind of that category right there. Uh, so, again, see what your, you know, see what your team's needs are. Hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. The site's at Dynasty Nerds. Make sure you jump in that group chat as well. Uh, we're always here to help. This is going to be the funnest part of the season's the off season. Of course, the season's not completely over. We no, have a no. couple playoff yeah. games here left. So if you need help with there, we're help too. But mostly, we're going to be breaking down these injuries here. Um, and besides that, you know, you're going for these next couple games. You know what you're doing. It's yes, fun. absolutely. Okay. I mean, you're you starting. Know. You should be starting. Your the guys that got you there. There nothing. Nothing too tricky, you know. If you have a, if you have a tricky situation, like I said, hit us up on Twitter. I help people out like that all the time, yep. you know. And hopefully, hopefully, I'm right. Not always right. Pull one guy, start Deion Lewis over uh, Kenyon Drake. He missed. He, he lost the game. To that guy, I apologize. Sorry. I did my best. Yes, indeed. I did say Drake had the most upside, though. Well, there you go. You win some, and you lose some. So until then, we we'll back next week with what are we doing next week? Uh, sell highs. Sell highs. Buy lows. Disney World's rookie redraft. 2018, early, way too early mock draft. It's nice. a whole month of podcasts we just broke down for you. The Monster Squad is not on Netflix, by the way, but it, it was 1987. Oh, I was close. Yeah. Um, all right, well, that's it, guys. So good luck to everybody in their semifinals game. Hope you can get there. I'm in a lot of them. I'm hoping I get there as well. I'm trying to win some cash. Yeah, me too, man. I'm in uh, the two leagues that I made the, the playoffs. I am in the semis. So. I lost in my $500 league playoff game. So... Uh, that can hurt. It's yeah. 500 bucks down the drain. Don't tell the wife. Uh, Alvin Kamara did not help my cause there. That was one of the ones, huh? I don't think it would have made a difference. Okay. Unless he had like a big, huge game. Which could have happened. I got my ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. But it happens, know, man. You know, I, got a fourth, I got the fourth pick in the rookie draft. Okay. Hopefully I can get like a, you know, receiver there. There you go. Whatever you need, to, whatever you need to fill out that roster. Going the next year, I'm breaking down my roster, my $500 league, and I'm saying, hey, I got Leonard Fournette. Dalvin Cook, Alvin, Alvin Kamara, Kamara, Corey Davis. Hey, you're doing all right, man. Robert Woods. Hey. That's it? Yeah, it doesn't look Michael too Crabtree. bad. Michael Crabtree. 
Robert Future's Kukowski, bright, Jordan man. Reed. Yeah, wear shades. <laughs> Hater shades. Hater, Hater blockers. <laughs> All right, guys. Good luck this week. We'll be back next week with even more great dynasty Good takes. luck in your playoffs, man. Hasta la vista. Ready, set, Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds. 